boys got something to say to me? Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 Jumpcast. I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy and yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What's up, Kill Crew? That's right, it's the 503 Killcast. All killer, no filler, eight days a week, and whoo, John Bright, I am happy as a clam. How are you doing? Been better. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you look a little sad. I am a little sad. I'm a little nervous, actually. John Bright, why are you, why are you freaking standing out, on I'm a freaking bridge? Out. Just a little, I'm standing a little, I'm freaking out a little bit, John okay? Bright, I'm allowed step, to do that. Step away I'm from the person. ledge. I'm a person, I have emotions, I'm a human, human being. John Bright. What? I wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. It was a shitty week one. Oh, for those of you who don't know, John Bryant is a David Johnson owner. Yep. Oh, ouch, it's got to hurt. Came out today, David's going to miss two to three months. That's right. They're thinking maybe Christmas he'll come back. What a great Christmas gift that would be. If you're still in the playoffs, yeah. Big DJ in my lineup. Ooh. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to talk about the David Johnson injury and maybe how to deal with that later on. But first things first, John Bryant... We forgot the burrito bit. Um, here's the thing, Lenthunder. I realized we forgot the burrito bit, but I kind of wanted to give you the opportunity to bow out gracefully from oh, doing the burrito bits because, All right. I mean, for the most of the kill crew knows, but I've won the last two season handedly in burrito bets. That's because. You always get to make the bets. <laughs> we, <All right. laughs> that's not true at all. Listen, all right, it's bullshit, okay? And you know what? <laughs> the jazz man does not back down from a challenge, okay? I fully intend to keep the burrito bet tradition going, and I fully intend to win this year, John Bryant. So just you wait and see. Bring it on, dude. This you is still got to pay me for last year's burritos. Well, let's go get some burritos after this. All right, done. All right, cool. All right. And for the league news, last week, uh, yours truly, the Jazzman, 163 points, high score. Well done. Woo! In a week where points were hard to come by, you just happened to luck into the um, L.A. defense. and Oh, there was was no luck about that. I drafted that defense because I knew they were playing the Colts week one. It's a Wade Phillips defense. The man is the second coming of Jesus when it comes to defensive coordinators. And they had a plum matchup against Scott Tolzien and the Colts. Don't, there's no luck about it, John Bryant. When you draft as well as I do, luck's got nothing to do with it. So, yeah, don't try to, don't try to salt on my parade. Just we'll see what happens bad. when your first-round draft pick loses his wrist. He's hey, out for two you months. You know what, John Bryant? Unlike you, I've drafted well, okay? Fuck you. <laughs> All right. And the lowest score of the week Carter, you tied with Tyler, 77 points. Ooh, and just to give you an idea how bad that is, we are a full-point PPR league with a kicker and an IDP. Four-point passing touchdowns. Yuck. Yuck. Carter and Tyler, what are you doing? Ugh. Anyway, let's let's move on and start with the big news. John Bryant, what the hell happened in week one? It was a massacre, Linthunder. No fucking points were scored by anybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was actually, historically speaking, this is one of the lowest scoring week ones ever. In terms of just total touchdowns, uh, last year there were 73 touchdowns week one. This year, by my count, 54. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, that's, just, that's low scoring. I mean, we understand that everyone's getting back into the rhythm and things, but maybe some of these uh, starters should play a little more preseason, huh? Yeah, maybe. That's what I think. I'm just saying, look, this was an ugly week all around. Don't feel bad if your team underperformed because chances are everyone else's team did as well. And just going off on that, don't overreact. This is week one. Things are going to get back into the swing of things. I would just sit tight, and maybe if other people are panicking, see if you can snag some really good players, maybe some Le'Veon Bills, maybe some Gronkowskis. Oh, yeah, you there's, buy a, low on them. there's a lot of people that are probably freaking out right now and might sell sell low for anything you offer them. That's right. So, But you know what? You listeners, you know better. You're going to sit tight, and you're going to hold tight. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, 
three of the top ten point leaders were actually team defenses. The Jags, the Rams, and the Ravens. Isn't that nuts? Well, I mean, okay, it makes more sense. It makes sense because I think defense is easier to pick up and play and learn. Easier to get back in the groove of things where offense is obviously a lot more complicated. That's true. And you know what? This was a situation where you had a lot of really good defenses. I mean, the Ravens have a good defense. The The Jags, you know, they quietly have been putting a lot of draft capital in their, into oh, their yeah. defense over the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. So it's no surprise that their defense is really good. And the Rams, I mean, you got Wade Phillips, and they've always had a really good defense. And they all had really good matchups. The Jags and the Ravens both played rookie quarterbacks in brand new systems. And the Rams got to play Scott Tolzien and the Colts. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a combination of really good defenses with really good matchups. Yeah. So, you're a Rams owner, right? I'm holding. You're holding? You're not streaming? Not streaming. Good for you, man. Yeah. Smart. Several of the top seven quarterbacks were probably sitting on your waiver wire in most leagues, definitely in our league. Yeah. So, uh, Alex Smith, Sam Bradford, Trevor Simeon, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, that's in order. So yeah. Alex Smith scored 31 points. Yeah, definitely not going to do it again. But And you know what? He kind of did this last year. He came out strong. And I was one of the people in one of my leagues who kind of bought into the hype and played him. Then he went back to being Alex Smith. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has Pittsburgh this week at Pittsburgh. I don't yeah. know if I'd want to play him this week. And I'm pretty sure that New England defense is not going to be very good this year. Yeah. So, But anyway, uh, you know, I think some of these other quarterbacks, Sam Bradford might be the real deal uh, this year. Uh, Trevor Simeon looked pretty good. Looked like he had good command of the offense, and that Chargers defense is no joke. And Tyrod sure. Taylor, I mean, man's got legs. He's going to run it. I mean, who else? Who other playmakers are there on that team besides him and LaShawn McCoy? And this is the one that really shocked me. Number seven, Deshaun Kaiser. I know. 19 points. It's true. I mean, they don't really have a run game in there, Cleveland. No. And he got sacked like four times. So it was yeah. nuts. I so, put I put him in a lot of DFS lineups just because he was the cheapest quarterback. And I was kind of like, oh, let's see what happens. And he paid off. Yeah. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell, DeMarco Murray, David Johnson, they all shit the bed. If you pretty much any of your tight ends not named Jason Witten and Zach Ertz pretty much shit the bed. Mm-hmm. Delaney Walker had a good week, too, but... Your Gronks, your Kelsies, uh, your Grams. Uh, Wilson. Really underperformed. Yeah. I specifically put Bell, Murray, and David Johnson on here because they were one of them, if not both of them, were in every single one of my DFS lineups. It was not Yuck. a good week. Not Yuck. a good week. Yep. Uh, anyway, don't overreact. These are all good players. They're all studs. Uh, they're going to bounce back. And the number one and number run. two running back this week, rookie debut games. Yeah, Kareem Hunt and Tariq Cohen. That's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, week one, fucked up. Exactly. But here, here's some things you can take away from week one. Here's some things you can take to the bank. Here are some non-overreactions. Uh, first off, the LA Rams, the Minnesota, and the Jaguars D are probably for real. Yep. I mean, that Minnesota D pretty much shut out the Saints defense for most of the game. They held them to two field goals. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the red zone, too. A couple of red zone stops, really nice. Um, so that Minnesota defense is the real deal. L.A. Rams defense is the real deal. They're about to get Aaron Donald back this week or next week. It's just going to make it even better. That Jaguars deal with uh, Calais Campbell in there now, that's that's a good D, too. Mm-hmm. So look at those. Not necessarily Minnesota, but with the Jags and the Rams, I like that their offenses aren't great, so you know the defense is going to have to play hard the whole game. And the thing about those two defenses is they're in two divisions where they're playing some really bad teams. Like mm-hmm. L.A. plays Seattle twice, and their offensive line is a joke. They play San Francisco twice. That's not a great team either. Yeah. The Jags play Indianapolis twice. They play Houston twice. Houston has a shitty offensive line. Uh, those are great Ds to maybe even hold on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side of the coin... That New Orleans defense is still bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not improve in the offseason. Yeah. They made Sam Bradford and Adam Thielen look like fucking Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. Totally. Uh, it, was, it was ridiculous. And that New Orleans, and that, uh, sorry, and that New England defense is probably pretty bad too. I, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. No, but they're never great. Really? They're usually a top 10 defense in terms of points allowed. Yeah. I see them falling off on that. I mean, especially with Donta Hightower maybe missing some time. It just looked like they didn't really have the personnel to do what they wanted to do. Well, they traded away uh, Jamie Collins last year, and he was their 
best defensive player. So yeah, maybe that has to do with it. I don't know. I mean, it's it's Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia. They've been known to work magic before, but you know what? Maybe don't be so scared of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Other uh, New England news. I think Mike Gillisley is the confirmed Legarrette Blunt 2.0. Definitely. As their goal line back, there's a yep. short yardage back. Uh, I would go ahead and I would I would start him. I don't think he's a safe weekly start, but given the right, just I, I, I'd want to see it more than one week in a row from Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying, but all evidence is that look, if they're in a goal to go situation, it's going to be Mike Gillisley getting the carry. I think Tom Brady's too old to be doing those QB sneaks. Definitely. And I mean, they know how to use Mike Gillisley. So you know, if you've got a flex spot you're looking to fill, you could probably do worse than Gillisley. He's gonna have Definitely. stinkers. He's a, good flex, he's a good flex guy. Yeah, he's gonna have stinkers, but he's also gonna have games like last week where he put up 22 points. Yep. Uh, Easily. Yeah. And if you are looking for defenses to stream, I think some takeaways is that the Seattle O line, the Texans O line, and the Giants O line are really bad. Garbage. That Giants O line. I mean, John Brown, I know you're a Dallas fan, but even you have to admit that Dallas does not have a really great pass rush. It's not It's not as good as their offensive line is, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say it's average at best, yeah. but they were getting into the backfield on every other play in the Giants game. They were in Eli's face all night long. It was awesome. And I think that is because the Giants' O-line is fucking terrible. All right. Uh, and, and the Bengals might be pretty ugly this year, too. That was just a nasty game. Oh, oh yuck. Andy Dalton, what's wrong, buddy? Uh, yeah, didn't like that. It was uh, they just, they just didn't show up on red zone all day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know it's terrible. I mean, they're not going to be that bad the whole year. I mean, I think they're still going to be a decent team, but holy shit! I mean, this might be like a five and eleven season for the Bengals, and Marvin Lewis gets fired. Oh yeah. So yeah. and I I think Andy Dalton's not the guy that's going to take you to a Super Bowl. They oh, need to no. figure that out. I mean, yeah. he's the Dalton line. Yeah, <laughs> you know he plays just good enough to get you over the hump and keep you out of like a really good draft position, but not good enough to really win you anything. I get you. I like that. Yep. And guys, you got to drop after week one. Definitely, Fat Eddie. Yeah, feel comfortable dropping. That Seattle O line is terrible. Fat Eddie is not going to make something out of nothing. And it's Thomas Rawls or bust there. Yeah, and Fat Eddie looks slow. Weird. It's what I read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just he's not good. You can definitely drop him. And I'm going to say this. I know some people are going to disagree with me, but you can probably drop Adrian Peterson, too. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, What was up with him yelling at Sean Payton last night? Did you see that? Uh, he's a me player. It's true. I mean, he's used to being like a 20, 25 carry a game guy. And he's he just, got nine carries and probably the most significant career, game of his like career post. I guess it's the like first 18 game. yards? Yeah, it was bad. Against yeah. Minnesota. I mean, they have his a good old team. team. They have a good D, but I mean, he was just doing nothing. Yeah, and if and they tried, they gave him like the first couple carries, and he just did nothing with them. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was ugly. You can, you can probably drop AP, especially if you're looking to free up a bench spot or a roster spot to get a, one of these hot waiver wire grabs. We're going to tell you about later. Another guy that you can definitely drop is Darren McFadden. Yep. <laughs> I know a lot of people that had him, and they're like, "Well, we just don't know what's going to happen with Zeke," and then he was inactive. <laughs> it didn't yeah. even suit up. Alfred Morris is the guy there. Mm-hmm. All right. And then another takeaway from week one, Travis Kelsey is still a douche. Did you see him nut punch that guy? I missed that. No. Oh, my God. So he's on the ground, right? He just like, he'd done like one of those weird wildcat carries or something like okay. shovel pass. And I remember they lined him up for like five yards. A times. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually a pretty effective play. They did like three times for like five, six yards each time. But um, <clears throat> one time the, uh, uh, New England defenders like you know over him in the pile, and he just fucking straight up nut punches the guy <laughs> with the ball and gets and gets a flag for unsportsmanlike. Travis contact. Kelsey is pretty trashy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just so, look at that haircut. Definitely. So yeah, he did not turn over a new leaf. You can take away from week one that he's still a nut punching douchebag. Yeah. So a uh, couple bad things happened this week. Should we go over them? Let's do it. All right. Injury report. Ah. Big headline, David, David Johnson, Johnson. Uh, two to three months with a wrist injury, having surgery today. 
He's on oh. IR. The absolute earliest he could return would be week 10, and it's probably more like Christmas. Yeah, I hope they just sit him for the rest of the year. and Hopefully the Arizona Cardinals will have a new quarterback next year too. I mean, if they're not even near the playoffs, why would you bring him back? <sighs> I don't think they will. Yeah. But I got him one more year in our keeper league, so there I'm going to take next year's my year. There you go. Yep. All right. Uh, Danny Woodhead pulled a hamstring. He's going to miss, looks like, six to eight weeks. Shocking. He was only on the – he missed, like, eight games last year. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been healthy in, like, what, three years? I don't know why the Ravens signed him. It's I dumb. Know. I mean, he's he's talented, no doubt, but, yeah, can't yeah. stay healthy. This one's really upsetting, actually. Allen Robinson tore his ACL out for the season. He pulled a Keenan Allen. He did. Oh, <laughs> Probably okay. a good year for Allen Robinson to pull. It's no. a contract year, man. That's, oh, that's a right. horrible year for him to do that. Yeah, but what was he going to do with Blake Bortles? That's true. So I yeah. know. I mean, as a Fournette owner, I'm I'm sad to see him out just because I mean, defense has got to kind of respect the pass when he's out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's out for the season, obviously. And uh, Odell missed week one, uh, high ankle sprain. I think they got to bring him back week two. I mean, look how bad the Giants were without him. He's looking for a new contract too, isn't he? Yeah, although if the Giants look like that without him, I'd hold out. I'd be like, oh, I'm still hurt. Maybe you should pay me now. Maybe that'll make me feel better. Exactly. That's You know that's what's going on. Uh, he's such a me player. He's such a shithead. Terrible. Oh, my God. The whole franchise is garbage. All right. Uh, continuing the trend of hurt wide receivers, Kevin White, this poor guy. Dude, <laughs> three seasons in a row to IR. Wow. Oh, man. I drafted Kevin White thinking, well, he, I knew he was going to be like the first guy I cut. Right. Third year is the, t- the charm, right? Exactly. You can't get hurt three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Game one, broken collarbone. Uh, no, broken shoulder blade. Oh, wow. It's even worse, yeah. Oh, good God. I, I feel so bad for this kid because, he, by all accounts, he's a stand-up guy and a hard worker and just wants to contribute. But his bones are made of glass. Apparently. He's got glass bones. <laughs> uh, Andrew Luck, he missed this week, and they're saying he it will be several more weeks. Yeah, I'd be really surprised if he played before October. I'd be surprised if he plays this year. Yeah. And you know what? Even if he does, I mean, he kind of had the same injury as Cam Newton did. Mm-hmm. And Cam L- Newton did not look good uh, in week one. No, he didn't. He was obviously... Like, he had a... He had a couple long balls, yeah. but they were mainly short passes. And he was obviously in discomfort. His accuracy was off. I mean, if if Andrew Luck does come back this week, expect him to have a couple weeks of rust, maybe like Cam. Oh, Newton it's does. it's it's going to be Jacoby Brissett this week, I think. Yeah, no, I'm saying when and when or if Andrew Luck uh, okay. does come back this year. I mean, keep an eye on Cam Newton. Like, see how he does the next few weeks. Cause that's probably going to be an indicator of what Andrew Luck's going to be like. Yeah, except for six months behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Reed is battling a fractured big toe. Seems like he's always battling an injury, but that's one of those ones where, you know, physically that's just going to limit you. Yeah, it's just going to be lingering. It's going right. to linger. And it's going to get worse as the season goes on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they already shoot it up like before every single practice and double up on games, but oh, yeah. it's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, Who owns Landry Luck? Or I'm sorry, who owns Jordan Reed in our league? I don't remember. Anyway, they should probably. If you own Andrew Luck, you should probably see if you can see if he has a big week next week, and then see if you can sell high. You mean Jordan Reed? Yeah, sorry, Jordan. Yeah, Reed. <laughs> I fucked you up there. <laughs> all right, man. So with all these injuries, it means opportunity for somebody, right? That's right. It means you gotta go to the waiver wire, and it's a big waiver wire week. A lot of championships are won off the waiver wire in week one and two. Yeah, unless you draft a completely healthy team, <clears throat> John Bryant last year. Yep. Uh, which no one ever does, you're going to have to go the waiver wire. Yep. So let's talk about the hot waiver wire grabs. All right, I'm going to talk about this first one because I right. picked him up. And I, I picked him up. I mean, you said he was on your radar before we even drafted. He was. He was not on mine at all. I was watching the game. And I was like, man, this guy's fast. I'm picking him up. That's all <laughs> it took. And I think I did it at like the end of the second quarter. I was like, wow. Um, Tyreek Cohen, he had five rushing attempts, 66 yards, 12 targets, 8 receptions for 42 yards and a t- and a TD. Yeah. I like I like me some Tyreek Cohen. Yeah, and I'll I'm a Bears fan. I was following the Bears in the offseason. I was following the draft and there were two players on my radar for the draft and I went with Adam Shaheen over Tariq Cohen. 
But I'll tell you what's probably going on with the Bears offense. So our new general manager, Ryan Pace, this is his third year, and he's from New Orleans, all right? And he came up under that Super Bowl team in 09. Okay. What he's probably consciously trying to do is rebuild that 2009 Saints offense. So, you know, they're they're trying to get their Marcus Colston, their Darren Sproles, their Jimmy Graham. So we got Kevin White, who's supposed to be our Marcus Colston. Probably not going to happen now. But <laughs> Tariq Cohen's supposed to be our Jaren, Darren Sproles. Adam Shaheen's supposed to be our Jimmy Graham. Uh, well, hopefully Mitch Trubisky will be our Drew Brees. So, you know, Tariq Cohen, he's good. And I think I mentioned him last week, you know, when I was saying, look, if you want Christian McCaffrey, why not go out and get Darren Sproles or Tariq Cohen or Daniel You Woodard? did. Uh, you did. Yeah. And I think you looked at me like, who? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Not on my radar at all. Exactly. He's so, mine now. I mean, he he's a gadget player. He he's pretty much Darren Sproles, you know, from, you know, 10 years ago. So he's not going to have a week like this every week. Not every week, no. But, I mean, yeah, he's a perfectly good waiver wire grab. Yeah. And he's I, he's one of the better options in Chicago. Yeah. With Meredith and White down. Yeah. Exactly. He'll never be a workhorse back, but yeah, he'll He'll be that, you know, check down on third down. He'll be oh, that yeah. passing down back, and he's fast Ooh. enough to make something out of nothing. And I think uh, the Bears will find themselves in plenty of passing situations this year. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. Cool. So All right. Cohen, if he's on your waiver wire, go get him. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? But I will say that I would pump my brakes on Tariq Cohen. It's, and you know what? If I, I mean, if I had number one waiver priority or if I'm in a fab system and I'm looking to spend my money, uh, I would actually – prioritize this next guy over Tariq Cohen. I would actually get uh, Cooper Cup. Okay, yeah, definitely. I think he's going to be a lot more consistent week to week than Tariq Cohen. And I think that, you know, it's just going to be money better well spent. I think he's going to be the Julian Edelman of that offense. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's probably going to be the number one wide receiver of that offense unless Sammy Watkins figures it out. I mean, Jared Goff seems to like him a lot more than Sammy Watkins. Yep. Uh, let's talk about it. six targets, four receptions, seventy-six yards, and a TD. I, I think I think he's your best bet if you're looking to figure out who do you want to use your waiver priority on or who do you want to spend your fab money on. Yeah, well, are we are we going through our own lineups later on? We can. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll just bring it up now. Then I might have to sit Des Bryant for Cooper Cup this week. Who who do the Cowboys play? In Denver. Ooh, yeah. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I, th- I think with Zeke, they're just going to try to run the ball as much as possible. And and Denver's got that shutdown corner. Course. Yeah. yeah. I think I might be putting it Cooper Cup this week. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next guy. I, I think that your next guy, this next guy, is your second best bet. You know, if you can't get Cooper Cup, um, yeah, I'd, I'd go for Nelson Aguilar. I like Nelson Aguilar. I think Carson Wentz has definitely leveled up. Yeah. Like, he has taken that next step as a sophomore quarterback, and he's worked with Nelson Aguilar more than most of the guys that are on his team, maybe him and Ertz. Well, Ertz is always hurt, so it's got to be Aguilar. Yeah. And targeted him. uh, He got, what, two touchdowns or just one? I can't remember. I think it was just one. Just one touchdown. But, you know, eight targets, six receptions, 86 yards, touchdown. And, I mean, these were, like, quality catches, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this wasn't like, oh, busted coverage, he's open for a walk-in. Like, no, these were contested catches. These were, you know, very athletic catches. I mean, he's always had, like, the route-writing skills. He just had butterfingers for some reason. Yeah. But maybe he doesn't have butterfingers no more. Yeah, he learned to catch over the offseason. I love it. Yeah. I should mention all three of these guys on my team. Yeah, well, you had to work the waiver wire. I did. All right. Um, next guy, you know what? Let's talk about the David Johnson. What are you going to do? Are you going to speculate on the Arizona backfield? I say no. No, thank you. I mean, do you know that they're signing? They're allegedly going to sign Chris Johnson back today. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be a three-headed monster. Bruce Arians that's does good. not just give the ball to one guy willingly. No, like you got to earn it, and it's potentially a four-headed monster because you got Kerwin Williams, DJ Foster, who they just signed from the Patriots practice squad. Yeah, it's going to be Andre Ellington, yeah. and then probably Chris Johnson. I mean, you can. I mean, if you want to speculate on that, I mean, if I had to choose one, I would choose Chris Johnson. Yeah, I'd probably go Kareem Williams this week and next week because Kareem Williams. So they're playing Indy this week, so he might have yeah. a good he might have a good game. He's been there. Uh, Chris Johnson down the road definitely, but Kareem Williams in the near future. Either way, I would stay away from this mess. Yeah, I mean, this is just definitely. a bad situation. You're you've got better options. I think it means more targets for Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Which is a Fitzgerald owner I'm okay with. Um, probably John Brown didn't really make a splash in this game. 
No, but JJ, JJ Nelson, Nelson did yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So he's a, in a deep league in a PPR situation. JJ Nelson may be worth a look. Yeah, I like it. Yep. All right. Um, Danny Woodhead out. Uh, Buck Allen came in and kind of took over those pass catching duties. Don't care. Buck Allen's not that good. No, he's not. And really, I mean, that was a situation where they were probably just seeing what they got in him because they were handily winning that game. Yep. So, but you know, hey, he might be worth a stash. I mean, if you've got nothing else to do, I mean, it might be worth it. Yeah. I really like this next guy more than Buck Allen, actually. I think he's one guy that you want to kind of sit on and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But Alvin Kamara, the Saints running back, doesn't look like Sean Payton and AP are getting along. Nope. Mark Ingram has a history of not being that great. Especially down the stretch. Yeah, they tried to become a run team last night. Obviously, didn't work. Nope. They're going to become. They're going to go back to Drew Brees, just throwing as much as possible. And he likes Kamara. 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 What do you get? Nine targets, something like that. I mean, he's clearly the passing down back in New Orleans. And if that New Orleans defense is as bad as it looked last night, the rest of the season, they're going to find themselves in a lot of passing situations. Yes. And so, yeah, he could be on the field quite a bit. So for David Johnson owners, if if you're if he's well he's gone so a couple fill-ins we like Tariq let's rank him would you go Tyreek uh, Cohen or Alvin Kamara God, that's hard to choose I mean my homerism says Tariq Cohen but I think Tariq Cohen I think Tariq Cohen's the answer really I would say Alvin Kamara really I think only because Tariq Cohen is behind a clear workhorse back Yes. With Jordan Howard. I just, yeah, the eye test says Tariq Cohen's more talented, though. Yeah, but I think in terms of opportunities, Alvin Kamara's got the edge there. You might be right. Yeah. And definitely those two over Buck Allen, right? Oh, yeah, clearly. Okay. All right. Uh, with Allen Robinson out, you want to speculate on either Allen Hearns or Marquise Lee? I mean, someone's got to catch... Is Blake Bortles still throwing the ball? Exactly. No, thanks. I mean, someone's got to catch the ball with Allen Robinson gun, but this is still a run-first team, and more so now. Definitely more so now. So, I mean, yeah, maybe if you want to. I mean, one of them's probably going to have to step up, but I mean, I, I'd is probably going to do that much? I'd probably take the gamble on Marquise Lee. Like, he'll, he might show up in a couple of my DFS lineups. Yeah, I mean, Alan Hearns, too touchdown dependent, too red yeah. zone look dependent. Yep. And now they got Leonard Fournette. I mean, if they're in that red zone, that goal-to-go situation, they're going to want to run it more than throw it. Yeah. All right, moving on down the line. Another rookie with a big week one, Kenny Galladay. I liked him. I mean, I'm Stafford skeptical. throws. I'm skeptical. The Lions throw. They don't have a run game. Pe- they don't. People thought um, Amir Abdullah was going to do it this year. I don't see it yet. No. A uh, couple of those catches were impressive. Uh, I think he's a – I mean, if he's if he's out there, you definitely want to grab him, put him on your bench. Uh, but he's probably not a weekend, weekend, week out play. I mean, I'm very skeptical. I think there's simply too many mouths to feel that offense. I mean, yeah. You've got Marvin Jones. you got Golden Tate, the clear number one. And, and number Golden two. Tate looked good. Yeah, he did. And Eric Ebron's stepping it up, supposedly. Uh, that's another mouth to feed. I mean, Kenny Galladay, seven targets, four receptions, 69 yards, and two TDs. That's a great stat line. I think that's probably going to be his best game of the season. Very well could be. I mean, I'm skeptical, um, and you know what? The Lions were in a bad situation. I mean, they were down. They had to throw. I mean, hopefully, I mean, they hope that they're going to be able to be in a situation where they run a lot more. I mean, this was a perfect game script for him, and, you know, this is also a situation where you've got, uh, like, the Honey Badger and Arizona's great secondary keying in on your number one and number two receivers, opening things up for guys like Kenny Galladay. Yep. So you got a couple guys on this list. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, so Beanie Fowler. Um, I'm not buying it. Is it Beanie or Benny? Benny. I don't know. Okay. doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter because we'll probably never say his name on the podcast again. Hopefully not. People will probably be tempted because they'll see his stat line. He oh, had, he'll be on Carter's team. Yeah, he'll, he had several targets at the goal line, pulled in a couple of TDs, but I'm not buying it. Number one, um, the L.A. Chargers have a great secondary, and we're pretty much shutting down Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, coverage-wise, Beanie Fowler was wide open compared to these other two. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, defenses are going to say, oh, we have to cover this guy. Yeah. And then they do it. Or they're not going to be able to cover either Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas, and they're going to get all the catches. Yep. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Don't waste a bench spot on this guy. Um, all right. couple deep pulls. Tanner Gentry. All right, this is another Bears player that's on my radar. 
All right, he was on our practice squad. He had a great preseason, four catches, 77 yards, clearly on the same page as Mitch Trubisky. With Kevin White out, they just promoted him from their practice squad to the full roster. Okay. He's got the prototypical size of a wide receiver. He's 6'2". Um, he's got the athleticism. He came from a small school. He just didn't make the final cut, but now that with injuries, he's got to step it up. They got to throw it to someone. Eventually, Mitch Trubisky is probably going to start. They have great connection. Um, I, I think he's worth a stash. I'm okay. not saying you waste waiver priority on him. I'm not saying you spend any fab money on him because he'll probably be, He'd be a good out there. zero dollar bid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean you can probably pick him up on Thursday after waivers have cleared. Mm-hmm. But you know, what? I think he's a great stash. I think he's a good deep stash if you've got the bench space for him. <laughs> Mike Tolbert, I think he's also a good stash. Where's Mike Tolbert playing now? He's at Buffalo. Oh yeah. This is a Shady McCoy handcuff and. Good call. The coaches have come out and said, look, Shady's going to get the workload that he got last week every week for as long as he can handle it. Like, What was it, like 20-some-odd touches? Something like that. Look, at this point, it's not a question of whether or not Shady's going to get hurt. It's a question of when he's going to get hurt. And with that kind of workload week in and work at, week out, it's going to happen sooner rather than later, and then that workload is going to go right over to Mike Tolbert. Wow. I think he's a you're good stash. It. Okay. I think he's a great stash. I think if you're the Shady owner, he's a stash. I don't think you'd want to play him ever until Shady's either hurt or I got the bench be. space. I stashed him. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you? I don't have to show it, Shady. Okay. Hey, I, fire I, had, I had a bench spot. I'm going to stash him. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Shady owner will get desperate and have to give me something. He is him. the original touchdown vulture. That's true. All right. Yeah. All right. Then last but not least, John Bryant, I'm looking for your input on this one because I, I got snake bit by this guy last year. I'm seeing, is this the year of Colby Fleener. Um, no, but it, it is the next two weeks of Colby Fleener. You think so? Yeah, because uh, Willie Sneed suspended for two more weeks. Okay, so you like Colby Fleener the next couple weeks? Yeah, until Sneed comes back. All right. All right, Len Thunder, did you talk to the people that I told you to get in touch with for the plutonium? You mean the Libyans? Yeah. I told them where to find you, too. Oh, no. Oh, no! Oh, God! It's time for the time machine. <laughs> the fantasy time machine. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Guys that scored big on your bench. I've made a huge mistake. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. Forget it, I quit. It's the Fantasy Time Machine. Lynn Thunder, are we in the future or are we in the past? Who cares? We get to shit talk everyone. Let's do it. John Bryant, the Fantasy Time Machine is my favorite part of the podcast. Okay. Let's start with the first matchup. The Dick Buck Kiss, yours truly versus Balls Deep. Shane. You took a tough loss this week, and you took it like a man. I'm proud of you. You know what? You had Kareem Hunt go off for 45 points Thursday night, and I saw you were celebrating, dancing around, shaking your bald head, thinking you were hot <laughs> shit. You put up 158 points. It's good for second in the league, but not good enough to beat the Jazz, man. Holy shit, Shane. You just got unlucky this week, and Thunder, you got real lucky. Oh, Shane, you got dad-dicked, and you got dad-dicked hard. <laughs> dad-dicked? <laughs> Well, you never played that game with your dad where he put his dick on you? What the f- <laughs> All right, Thunder, let's look at your lineup real quick. You pretty much set an optimal lineup, didn't you? Oh, yeah, by far. Well, I guess you could have put Darren Sproles in instead of Emmanuel Sanders, but I'll give it to you. You had a great week. 28 goddamn points from the Los Angeles Rams defense. Well, I needed it because he got fucking 45 points from Kareem Hunt. 14 points from your kicker. Yeah, I needed that too. You needed yeah, because he got, got thirteen from his IDP and almost a cool nineteen points from Jason Witten. Oh Ooh, man, Witten yeah. still got it. Love you, Jason Witten. You're my boy. Yeah, Shane had 40, 45 from Kareem Hunt, but Carson Palmer only getting them twelve. Um, and I got real lucky with a JHI couldn't play. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Shane, uh, listen. You could have won this week, but you clearly fucked up. You benched Kenny Galladay for A.J. Green. Shane, I hope you learned your lesson. If you have a rookie wide receiver that was drafted in the third round and is making his first NFL start, you start him over your first-round pick every single time. Every single time. Duh, Shane. It's Fantasy Football 101. Yep. Jesus. (laughs) All right, next matchup. Space Cowboys versus Miss Me Yet. Schaefer, uh, you should have had this one in the bag after John Bryan got fucked by Dez and Fat Rob. What did, what did Fat Rob get you? Three points? Three points. Ooh. 
He put up 98 points, but just like in the race for the commissioner, Mike Schaefer snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> oh my god. Who starts Laquan, Laquan Treadwell? Idiots. Seriously? Yeah, really, had, Schaefer? This is why Schaefer's team is so bad. Is like his bench is garbage. <laughs> like he had okay, so Ode- he's got Kyle he Rudolph did, on he his bench. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't he couldn't play Odell Beckham this week, so who's he put in? Laquan Treadwell. Garbage. Yeah. Shane or Schaefer, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. That's right. And certainly no way to go through a fantasy season. Yeah. My team, uh, I had uh, Nils, or I'm sorry, Cooper Cump on my bench. Wish I had played him. I'll probably play him for Dez this week because Dez yeah. is going against Denver. Yeah. I know you love Dez because you're a Cowboys fan and he's got your last name. And I know you draft him in the first round every year, but seriously, I don't think he's justified a first round draft pick in like the last two years. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Lynn Thunder? <laughs> All right. Moving on. But I did win this matchup by the skin of my teeth. Schaefer, well played. All right. <laughs> we both kind of sucked. I, I just sucked a little less. Next matchup, Cellar Dweller versus the Tel Aviv Tigers. John Bryant, was this a preview of the Toilet Bowl? I mean, neither <sighs> team deserved a W in a matchup where neither team could break 90 points, but someone had to get the W. And apparently, Tyler wanted it less than Uri because he benched Theo Riddick and Chris Thompson for a combined 32 points. Yeah, I don't know uh, why he even has Theoretic on his bench or like on his team at all, but I guess he should have played him this week. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, Chris Thompson, like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck happened in Washington. That was just a terrible <laughs> game. Listen, Tyler, this podcast is for people like you. From now on, tune in, listen closely, take notes, send us some Taco Bell gift cards, and you just might win a few games this season. That's right. Bad God news, though. Tyler. Tyler is the Jordan Reed odor. Yeah. Ooh, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Okay. And Danny Woodhead. (laughs) And Alan Robinson. Oh, no, Tyler. (laughs) Oh, no. This is terrible news for Tyler. Yeah, maybe toilet bowl preview right here. Tyler wants a do-over on the fantasy season. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. Next matchup, the Bourbonic Plague versus the Slack-Jawed Yokels. Jim, right? How are you feeling about your call last week that Brendan had the best draft? I, I stand by it. I mean... Really? Yeah, I mean, Rob... You don't Ra- think Shane had a better draft? Mm, Shane definitely had a better week. I think he had a better draft. I don't know. I think he did. I... <sighs> All right. Brendan's was, team... Was, he had some rough matchups this week. I mean, Devontae Adams was going against Seattle. Uh, I don't know what... I mean, is Calvin Benjamin a bust? Uh, it's looking like it might be. Yeah. I think it's more of a Cam Newton still injured. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But, hey, Ryan Matthews put 12 points up on his bench, and I told him I liked Ryan Matthews. There's his fill-in right there. Listen, Brendan, once again, your team looks terrible. You put up 114 points, even though you have Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown on your team. Um, I don't know what to tell you, Brendan. You're just not very good at fantasy football. Keep fighting, Brendan. Yep. Meanwhile, Boubinet probably deserved a loss because he started Jack Doyle over Jared Cook. Boubinet, do you have, like, a hard-on for Scott Tolzien or something? You've got Derek Carr throwing to Jared Cook, who is a more talented and athletic tight end than Jack Doyle, and you have Scott Tolzien throwing to Jack Doyle. I mean, you basically curse yourself every year with your start-sit decisions. <laughs> I don't even know why I bothered to curse you last year. Why would you draft? Ugh, yeah. Yuck. Is Brandon Marshall droppable at this point? Ooh, I would hold off. I would wait a couple more weeks. Mm, I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I'd wait until at least week four to drop him. And that Cole Beasley keeper, six solid points. Love it. Oh, all right. Next matchup. Jay Diddy versus the Fighting Gills. Brown, you got burned by an Andrew Luckless T.Y. Hilton, and you failed to break 100 points. I, I made fun of you when you drafted T.Y. Hilton. I laughed at you. I called you stupid. I called the Roto app stupid for telling you to draft T.Y. Hilton. Um, look, this is your chickens coming home to roost. Yep. And you can drop Paul Perkins, too. Yeah, uh, Brown, your best player was Adam Thielen, and that should concern the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, it was a bad week one, but, I mean, Drew Brees is still a great quarterback. I think Isaiah Crowell might have a bounce back. Delaney Walker, that was a good pick in the Brown. That was, the, that was. draft by Brown. Delaney Walker's going to be great all year. One good tight end, a fantasy team does not make that. Yeah, and, I mean, he didn't have Mike Evans this week. He's got Mike Evans for the rest of the season. Uh, Terrence West might be a good go now that uh, Danny Woodhead's out, and uh, Brown will bounce back. I don't know. I like making fun of him. Isn't it crazy that 
half of our league didn't score above 100 points this week. I mean, it's got to be like that in most leagues. I managed to do it, so I don't know what the well, problem yeah, is for you guys. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, Jared, you started the Houston D, and they laid a big old goose egg. You should have gone with the Jacksonville D, Diddy. Ooh, uh, yeah. All day, every day, Jacksonville D. Yep. That's Fantasy Football 101. He did bench Greg Olson. That was smart. Yeah, good job, Diddy. Wow. All right. Last matchup, Threat Level Midnight versus Thomas Tanks. Um, John Bryant, is it too early to say that playing Carter is like basically having a bye week? No. Okay. No. All right. I, I like it. Uh, Carter, you put up 77 total points. You rolled with McCaffrey. <laughs> and Beast Mode for a combined 22 points over Gillis Lee and Jonathan Stewart, who put up 38 and a half points. <laughs> Yuck. The best part, though, is his quarterback play. Uh, who did he play? Andy Dalton for one no! point. <laughs> All right. Listen, I don't think Andy Dalton's... There's almost negative points. Andy Dalton's not a terrible start, but that's still pretty funny. It's just really good. Yeah. yeah. You should start him every week, actually. He's a great play. <laughs> You've definitely seen his floor, Carter. Yeah. <laughs> it can only go up. All right, Mikey, you did everything you could to lose, though. You started Jamison Crowder for two and a half points over Randall Cobb for 17 and a half. That Washington game was just fucked, dude. I don't know what the heck was going on with Still, Kirk Cousins. Still, Jamison Crowder over Randall Cobb. Yeah, I know Randall I'm, Cobb was going against Seattle, but damn. Well, he's their best option when um, Jordy and Devontae Parker are going to be covered all night. Yeah. Randall I, Cobb is great there. Mikey, this isn't a fondue party. Get it together. <laughs> John Bryant, let's move on to Who Do You Love? All right. All right, this is the DFS section of the podcast. John Bryant, tell us who you love. I'm going to tell you who I love. First, I'm going to tell you how I play fantasy football. Um, we use the Yahoo for our regular league, and uh, Yahoo, not, not everybody knows this, but they are like the bastard stepchild of DFS. They have their own DFS thing. I like it a lot. It makes it convenient for me because our league's on there. I think the pricing is a lot less confusing than the... Um, uh, FanDuel or DraftKings or any of the other ones. So that's what we play. So when I talk about prices, that's where you're going to see them. I imagine they're pretty close to uh, DraftKings because they're half-point PPR as well. All right. This lineup is going to win somebody, hopefully me, millions of dollars. Do you guarantee it? Yes. Okay. It's a John Bryant certified <laughs> gold guarantee. <laughs> All right. For quarterback, $28. He's kind of the mid-range of quarterback price, but I like him this week at home against Philly. Alex Smith. Well, why don't we take a step back? Because you like to build your lineups in a certain way. I think you like to build your lineups. I do like lineups. to build my lineups You, you, you pick the, the player you want to splurge on. You pick your high-priced players that you think are going to be worth the money, and then you try to find value at other positions. Yes, and if I have a value guy, I actually like to start there. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. My first value guy, Tariq Cohen. He's only 17 bucks. He's a bit of a gamble this week. We don't really know his usage yet. We've only seen it one game, but it could pay off big. He was the number two running back this week. Okay. Next value that okay. I like. Tariq ne- Cohen, all right. Yeah. Next value that I like. We just talked about him. Randall Cobb going against Atlanta. Atlanta's got shut down corners. Randall Cobb can work the middle of the field. He can get open in different ways. That's right. He's only $19. That's I think it's going to be a big scoring game at Atlanta. It's probably going to be a shootout. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So he's a good one. Uh, another cheap good play, Kenny Galladay. You don't like it, but I like it. I don't like it, and here's the reason. That New York Giants defense is really good. True. I mean, I think they're probably like top five. That's true. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I know that he had a big week, but like we talked about, I'm still skeptical. I think it just happened to be a very, very favorable game script, and we've, def, we've probably seen his best game of the season. For $16, I'll take the gamble. All right, so those are on the good, cheap guys that I think you can play. Um, then we got to find a couple mid-range guys. I always like to go right in the middle with my tight end. You, even when you play the best tight end, there's no guarantee he's going to get you a lot of points. I'm going with Jason Witten this week. Uh, they're playing uh, against Denver. They're going to have to do something. I think they're going to be shut down in the middle. Jason Witten's just a crafty vet. Find the end zone. That's true. Uh, so you like Jason Witten this week? Yeah. I was I, so I own Jason Witten. I was trying to figure out whether or not I, want, I wanted to start him this week. So you like him this week? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to air it out a bunch. I don't think so either. But I think he'll be a red zone target because you know they're going to key on Zeke whenever they get in the red zone. Yeah, and De- but I mean Denver is one of those strange defenses where they know that their secondary is so good and they kind of invite you to try to run on them. Yeah, 
So like I know that Jason Witten when he's on the field like to try to throw on seventy five percent of the time he's blocking. Yeah, I don't know. I like him this week for wide receiver number one going Amir Amir Cooper Amari Cooper. <laughs> I like this got a good matchup New York Jets at home against the Jets. Jets are garbage. They threw it to Cooper what like four times in the red zone. He only caught one of them, but they're forcing in the ball in the red zone. I'll take that. That's true. Yep. Um, we already said Alex Smith at quarterback. I think he's just got good opportunity. He's playing at home. Uh, the Philly D, what do you think of them? Are they they're mid? I mean, they're good, no doubt. But, I mean, I think that what you got to remember about Alex Smith is that he's got Kareem Hunt, and Kareem Hunt does a lot of his damage in the passing game. Yep. Same so, with Tyreek Hill, too. And Tyreek Hill yeah. can take a short short pass the length of the field. I mean, when you've got an Andy Reid running back on the field, I mean, it's almost. It's almost 50-50 whether or not they're going to actually run the ball or, you know, catch a screen or a dump off or something like that. Yeah. So usually at this point in the game, I like to take a look at my defensive options, and that way I know what I've got for my running back and my court, or yeah, my running back, which is probably the position in this league that I'd like to spend the most on. I want to have a top-tier running back in my DFS lineup. Okay. Uh, so defenses, I picked Los Angeles Rams. They're pretty cheap. I think it's Washington, a great play. They're at home. Washington looked ugly last week. Um, it could turn into a shootout, but Kirk Cousin might throw a couple of picks too. Yeah, I mean, I think that Los Angeles Rams with Wade with Wade Phillips as the defensive coordinator and Eric Donald probably coming back. I think that's the real deal. Yeah, and then here's my number one running back this week, Ezekiel Elliott. I have to agree. Yeah, they're just going to grind with Denver all night. They're not. They're going to try to hold the ball, run the clock. Run the ball. Yeah. Denver's got maybe the best secondary in the league, but not a great run defense. I mean, we saw it last year in, a, in an Oakland game. Like, Oakland was able to run it against them like eight, nine yards every time. Yep. With Latavius Murray, who is nowhere near as good as Zeke. Yep. And with the best offensive line in the in, in the <clears throat> league, yeah, it's just going to work out for Zeke's favor, I think, this yeah. week. I think Zeke is worth every penny. And $34, he's cheaper than uh, Le'Veon Bell. Wow. So... Yeah, definitely. I like that. All right. So, yeah, that's my big lineup this week. Play it, but don't play it in any of the same rooms that I'm in. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't want to tie it with anyone <laughs> for first place. <laughs> All right, John Bryant, let's go to the week two preview. All right. Recording live from somewhere. It's time for the official podcast of right. the 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. All right, we're doing our matchups a little different this week. Our week, or our week two preview. That's we're, right. We're sorry, kill, OGs of the Kill Crew. We're changing stuff up on you. That's right. No longer will it be matchup in the league. It will be games in the NFL. We're hoping to reach a wider audience here. So let's let's just start it. Here's the deal, guys. We have two tiers. We've got your starts. Definitely start these guys. Definitely. We got your maybes. Where it's like, all right, if you have to, you can probably feel pretty good about it. But if you have better options. If you don't hear them, they're a sit. Cool. All right, let's start with the Thursday game. Texans at Bengals. Starters, I've got you start Miller. You've got start Hopkins. And I think you got to start Green. Basically start your studs in this one. Yep, no Andy Dalton. I think... Tyler I think, Reifert, no. I think Dalton, the fact that we don't know how bad that Bengals... Uh, team is going to be i think dalton eifert or maybes okay and mixon's a definite sit i i think so yeah you just gotta see what you got first. that defensive line's rough yeah yeah all right moving on sunday morning games first one bills at panthers start you gotta start shady do it gotta start stewart jonathan stewart i think so i I think i think he's a start okay yeah i think if you got better options look look elsewhere you think he's a maybe I think he's a maybe. All right. I mean, if Christian McCaffrey gets going, I mean, they played the 49ers this week, and they were ahead the entire second half. That's why Jonathan Stewart was in grinding the ball. If it's going to be a closer game with the Bills aren't bad, if it's going to be a closer game, they're going to keep in McCaffrey. They're not putting in Stewart until they're just trying to kill the clock. I don't know about that. If they're playing behind, it's McCaffrey. All right. You want a burrito bet? What, that 
uh, McCaffrey scores more than... Oh, yeah, how about McCaffrey scores more than Jonathan Stewart? I'll take that bet. PPR league. Okay. Burrito bet. All right. I feel really bad about that bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, starts, um, I would start Taylor, too. Tyrod Taylor. I think he's a great start. Uh, he's a, definitely a streamable quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that Panthers defense is very scary, and I think you can start Tyrod Taylor. Uh, maybes, I would put Charles Clay. I would put Cam Newton. Oh, no, 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 dude. Charles Clay is a start this You think week. Charles Clay is a start? Definitely. You're he's saying that because you got him. I've got him because he's a good pickup. All he's, right. Okay, he, he's the best receiving option in Philly because Jordan Matthews is shit. Okay, but we're talking or about in, Buffalo. And Buffalo. <laughs> Jordan Matthews, now with Buffalo. Um, Tyra Taylor's going to look to him in the red zone every time. You think so? Oh, of course. He's a big target. He's been there. They've played together a lot. I mean, who else? I feel like he, he never lives up to his potential, though. I mean, even he last year when Sammy Watkins was out for most of the time, Charles Clay was never like a. I mean, I'm not saying top he, tier. I'm not saying he's a top tight five tight end, but he's definitely a startable. I don't player. even think he's a top ten tight end. Another burrito bet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I think maybe is Cam in DFS. You can definitely look at Charles Clay. I th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think maybe these are Cam, Kelvin you got, Benjamin. You got Kelvin Benjamin as a start, but not Charles Clay. I'm changing it up, all right? Okay. I'm, put, I'm downgrading Benjamin to a maybe. All Definitely right? downgrade Benjamin. Yeah. Olsen, maybe. Cam, maybe. I mean, if Cam's a maybe, then all of his receiving options are maybes. Yeah. Because you just don't know. Eventually, he's going to get right, hopefully, but until you see it, I don't think he can be a start. Okay. He's a maybe. All right. Next game, Vikings and Steelers? Nope. nope. Bears, Bears and Bucks. Bucks. Okay. Starts. Cohen. Cohen, he's a risky start. He's a gamble. He's a dice roll, but I'm starting him. I, th- I think you got to. Yep. I mean, ride that train while you can. Exactly. Howard. Jordan, still a start. Jordan Howard. They split carries last time. I'm okay with that. The Bears are going to try to run the yeah. ball wherever, whenever they can. Exactly. <laughs> I think Winston's a start. I think Evans is a start. Yeah, no brainer. Maybe Sean Jackson? I want to see it before I believe it. I might be forced James to. Winston loves Mike Evans. Yeah, but he's never, you've never seen him play with Deshaun Jackson. I know. I want to see it before I believe it. I'm going to have to do it this week. Okay, all right. Uh, maybes. I've got, I think, Deshaun Jackson's in there. I think Cameron Brate's going to be in there. <sighs> I want to, That's one I definitely want to see. That's why he's a maybe. Okay. And then last maybe, uh, Zach Miller, the Bears tight end. I mean, who else are they going to throw the ball to? they got to throw it to someone. True story. And Zach Miller's probably their best receiving option at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is Wright still healthy? Uh, Kendall Wright. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I dropped him just because he's not that good. Okay. And he's a slot receiver. Okay. I mean, he's not an outside guy. Uh, next game, Vikings at Steelers. You know what? I'm all aboard the Vikings train right now. I know New Orleans is a shitty defense, but you know what? That Vikings offensive line looks better than it was last year. Sam Bradford's not a terrible quarterback. Stephen Diggs is a good route runner. Now they're mm-hmm. using him outside. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen's a good player. They got him in the slot now. So I, those guys are starts. Bradford, Diggs, Thielen, they're all starts. Okay. And, you know, your, your typical starts for Steelers, especially at yeah, home. The big Big three. Ben, AB, LB, got to start them. Martavius Bryant, no? I think he's a maybe. He looked rusty. Yeah. He I'll did. see he before I believe it. Really didn't do much. So I think your maybes in this one are Martavius Bryant, Kyle Rudolph, Jesse James, and Delvin Cook. I wouldn't start Jesse James. I think he's a maybe. I wouldn't start him. Hey, he had a good game last week. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He's not a great tight end, but you know what? I, who they knows? They got uh, Vance Miller there now. Yeah, but still, I think Jesse James is the guy. Okay. Yeah, and Delvin Cook, uh, you know, outside of that big 33-yard run, he wasn't really doing much. No. Against a not-so-great Saints defense. Yeah. So I I think Delvin Cook pumped the brakes on him. Next matchup, Cardinals at Colts. I think you've got to start the Cardinals D. Yes. Yeah, Very much definitely so. a start. Yeah, target them and definitely target them in uh, DFS. Yeah, and I think the only other start is Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. I mean, maybe's, you know, JJ Nelson, Nelson, John Brown, John Brown, <sighs> T.Y. Hilton. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is probably going to play. Oh, oh yeah. So, I mean, do you start any of the uh, Colts wide receivers? I, I start T.Y. Hilton, and he's a maybe. Ooh. He's not a start. I wouldn't start him. He's if a maybe. I had a better option, I'd go else. I'd look elsewhere. That's why he's a maybe, John Brett. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next game: Patriots, Patriots at Saints. This has all the hallmarks of a shootout game. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, uh, great receiving options uh, on all all around them, and two defenses that are not good. 
Yep. I mean, this is going to be, all right, first defense to get a stop, is that's gonna, probably going to be the team that wins the game. Do you think that we are seeing the start of the decline of Tom Brady? Ooh, let's talk about that next week. Okay. Because I, I want to give a hot take on that. Okay. All right. But listen, I, I think you start all offensive oh, yeah. players all. On, all te- on both teams. Start them all. And I think maybe a maybe would be Fleener. Uh, I think if you've got a better option yeah. at tight end, bench him. Yeah. Just because, like you said, I want to see it before I believe it. Browns at Ravens. I think you got to start the Ravens D. Oh, definitely. Good, How can you not? That's a good call. Maybes. Um, I think it's going to be uh, Buck Allen, uh, Corey Davis, and Terrence West. Davis is a maybe to you, huh? Yeah. Okay. Against that Ravens D. Okay, and you're saying sit Isaiah Crowell? Uh, I wouldn't start him. Yeah, if I had better options. I, I don't even think that. he's a maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I, not, against, not against the Ravens' defense, which we're assuming at this point is the real deal. We are. Yeah. They've always been a good defense. Suggs is healthy this year, I think. Yeah. I think they're so. right. Okay, next matchup. Eagles at Chiefs. Uh, you seem to really like this game. You think there's a lot of potential. Um, I'll note that the Chiefs have lost Eric Berry. Yep. who did a phenomenal job covering Rob Gronkowski. And I think with Zach Ertz on the Eagles, he's he's a definite start. Yep. Um, uh, Travis Kelsey, definite start. Nelson Aguilar, start. Uh, Kareem Hunt, obviously start. Tariq Hill, obviously start. Um, I've got Smith as a maybe, but I think you've got him as a start. Okay. Yeah, uh, Alex Smith should have a good week. It, we'll see. I mean, he's a bit of a gamble, but if he can do anything like he did last week, and it kind of seems like they're okay with letting him throw the ball. I, I don't know. I just remember he started out strong last year and then went back to being Alex Smith. So I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop on Alex Smith. Okay. Like, I don't want to be caught like one week too long. I'd rather be one week short than one week long on Alex yeah. Smith. Um, <clears throat> I think your other maybes are Carson Wentz and Alshon with, Jeffrey. Al- with, with Barry out, I kind of like Wentz. You do? Yeah. I mean, Barry's not their only secondary. I mean, they've got yeah, Marcus yeah. Peters. They've got a great defensive line. I don't he's, know. He's got Nelson Aguilar. He's got uh, Zachary. I know. There's pass catchers there. Yeah, but that, I don't know, man. That Chiefs D is no joke. I think he's a maybe. Yeah. I don't like the matchup. Okay. All right. Titans at Jags. I think you start Mariota. I think you start DeMarco Murray. I think you start Delaney Walker. And I think you definitely start Leonard Fournette. DeMarco Murray disappointed this week. He did, but you hey. let him do it to you twice? Look, DeMarco Murray is DeMarco Murray. What I'm going to start him. What happened to the ex- exotic Smash Mouth offense that we loved? You know what? I think they or saw they that the it ball. didn't go back. It didn't go well when they went away from that. I think they're going to go back through their roots. Okay. I think they should. Derrick Henry a sneaky snart this week? Nah. Yeah, me either. Nah. Okay. All right, I think the maybes this one are uh, Eric Decker and Rashard Matthews. Just because I think the Titans are going to want to keep it on the ground a little bit, little bit more in this game. I think I think so too, but I think Matthews is still gonna be an option. I've got him as a maybe. I, I I put him as a high maybe, and Eric Decker as a maybe maybe. Okay, all right. Moving on, the Sunday afternoon games: Jets at Raiders. You definitely start the Raiders D, and I think you start any Raiders offensive player. Yep. Yeah. Any and all. Bilal Powell, no. I think he's a maybe. I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't do it. I, he, he, Matt Forte still out-touched him last week, and they were losing the whole game. Yeah, but Bilal Powell outperformed him. That's true. I mean, he's, he's the better running back there. Yes. Forte's old. Yes. He's going to break down. I think Bilal Powell, any week could be the week where, you know, he ends up getting 80% of the touches instead of 50%. Yeah, I'd like to see it happen before I gamble on it. That's why he's a maybe. Look, okay. if if you're desperate, if, you're, if you've lost David Johnson, if you've... If you've lost, you know, your running back and you're looking for a guy to start and Blah Powell's there and you need to start him, I think you can do it with some confidence. Because the, the Raiders' defensive front four is great, but their linebackers are shit. Do yourself a favor. Go pick up a guy named Ezekiel Elliott and start him instead. <laughs> yeah, he might be on the waiver wire. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> All right. Dolphins at Chargers. I think you start Phillip Rivers. I think you start Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon. Um, I think you start Mike Williams. I really can't think of a Chargers offensive player that I wouldn't want to start this game. Travis Benjamin. Okay. Wouldn't start him. He got a touchdown this week. I know. I can't think of a single offensive player on the Chargers I wouldn't start. Oh, you'd start him? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, and I think you definitely start a Jai. Yeah. 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 
He's a workhorse running back. Exactly. Course. Yeah. I think I think your maybes in this one are the Dolphins receivers, uh, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker. You know, we haven't seen him in action yet, and L.A. has a really good secondary. It's true. So uh, they're maybes. Yeah. Uh, any chance? Maybe in a two-team or two-quarterback league, you're going to start Jay Cutler. I mean, he's, I've always got a soft spot in my heart for smoking Jay, but I think you can do better. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Cowboys at Broncos. I think you start Demarius Thomas. I think you start Emmanuel Sanders. I think you start CJA. Um, I mean, it's frankly John Bryant. That Dallas defense is just not fantastic. You know, everyone always underestimates the Dallas defense every single year. But you might be right this year, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I definitely start Zeke. Oh yeah. It, yeah. That's going to be the Dallas game plan. Hand the ball to Zeke as much as possible. Try to score some points and just get the game over with. Yeah. I, I think your maybes in this one are the Cowboys receiving threats. Um, yeah. Des Bryant, Jason Witten. You know, we didn't talk about it, but Terrence Williams. I don't know if he's out on your waiver wire, but De- Dak seemed to like him. Do you, but do you think that was a product uh, of Janoris Jenkins being on Des Bryant all game? There's one. Terrence Williams went to the locker room in the game, so I don't know what his health status is like right now. Okay. Regardless, I like Bryce Butler a lot more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, you might be number 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So So, one of the two. Pick him up. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, 49ers at Seahawks. I think you start any Seattle offensive player. I think they're... Except for Eddie Lacy. Yeah, well, I don't think he counts as as a player. Okay. <laughs> Counts as two players. <laughs> Look, I think you start Thomas Rawls. I think you start Russell Wilson, Jimmy Graham, uh, Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin, Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson. Really? Yeah. Okay. I th- I think I think I agree with you and Paul Richardson, but I would sit Tyler Lockett this week. I think they're still limiting him him in snaps. Okay. You put him down in maybe. Yeah, I'd put him in a maybe. I think. Yeah, he was a return artist that had that kind of got a couple shots and kept getting hurt. I think they might like Paul Richardson more than Tyler Lockett now. I think that's true. They do like Paul Richardson more than Tyler yeah, Lockett. So I I wouldn't be jumping to start Tyler Lockett. Yeah, and yeah. and that Forty ers defense they're, they're just not that good. No, no. I mean, they're still in the transition period, and Seattle they're they're ashamed of what they did last <laughs> week, and they want to come back. Yeah. I mean, come on, you, you know they got to be. Oh yeah. Uh, your maybe is going to be Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not healthy enough to be a bell cow back, but I think that's the role he's probably going to play. Yeah. So, no, I mean, just no based interest. on volume alone, I think he's a maybe. No interest on Pierre Garcon this week. Not against that Seattle yeah. secondary? No, yeah. thank you. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Redskins at Rams. You start the Rams D. Yep. Definitely. And... I would actually start Terrell Pryor Sr. I'm a big believer yes. in him. That offense I liked went him through a lot. Him. Yeah. That little offense they had did go through him. Yeah. I think your maybes are going to be Todd Gurley because, all right, he is Trent Richardson 2.0. Like, he's just not that good. No. I mean, he had a really good matchup against the Colts last week, and he was getting, like, what, two yards a carry? Yeah. He's just not, not good. Not zone, but, yeah. Not, not good. good. And I've, I've never liked Todd Gurley. He, ru- he runs straight up and down. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really have any shakeability. He's he can't cut. No, he can't. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe Kirk Cousins. He's better than he was last week. Maybe it was the holdout. Maybe it was the contract talks. But maybe he's shaking he's some rust be, off. You think he's going to be better against the Rams D at the Rams. I think if you're looking for a quarterback and you're desperate, you can go Kirk Cousins. I'd go. I'd play Goff before I'd play Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think uh, Cooper Cup. And I'm pretty sure Jared Goff's on your waiver wire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, you, you put Cooper Cup as a maybe, but uh, I'm liking him this week. You think he's a start? I, I think he is. Okay, I, I can see it. that. Yeah. He's definitely a high-end maybe. Would you start Jordan Reed this week? I mean. You kind of have to. I, yeah, he's. kind of have to. It's Jordan Reed. I know he's hurt. It's a Rams D, but it's, it's, it's a stud. Yeah. All right. Sunday night game, Packers at Falcons. I think that this is probably going to be another shootout. Oh, yeah. Prime time. Yeah. Both these quarterbacks want to. Hang some brain. Look, you start pretty much any Packers player. Rodgers, Nelson, Cobb, Adams, Montgomery. Uh, go ahead, start them. And oh, yeah. you start Matt Ryan, start Julio Jones, start Devonta Freeman. My maybes are the tight ends in this one. Hooper, Bennett. I just think that they're not going to 
Look, Hooper had a great game because of busted coverage. He had one good play. Exactly. Yeah. You take that away, and he had a shit game. yard touchdown. <laughs> on busted coverage. Yeah. So I think Hooper is a maybe. Bennett, a maybe. I think he's still trying to learn that offense. And, yeah, I don't trust it. Go pick up Charles Clay. Okay. All right, last game. Monday night, Lions at Giants. I think you start the Lions defense against that shitty Giants offensive line. I think they're good for at least two, three, four sacks. Oh, yeah. Maybe even a pick, pick six. Uh, I think you definitely start Stafford. Definitely start Odell if he's playing. And Sterling Shepard looked like he was stepping up. More so than Brandon Marshall. Definitely more so than Brandon Marshall, but I still don't trust it. I think if Odell's out, maybe I'd play him. But if Odell's in, I wouldn't play Shepard. I, I, I don't know. I, I I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Shepard, he's a start if Odell's out. He's maybe if Odell's in. I think your maybes are uh, Evan Ingram. Eli Manning seemed to really like their new tight end. Yeah. He got a lot of targets. And frankly, the Giants are going to be thrown a lot. That's true. And, um, you know, I think Golden Tate's maybe too, just because that Giants defense is so good. And he has a good chance of drawing Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Is Shane Verena maybe maybe for you? I think he's a sit. Okay. I, I don't like any of the Giants running backs. And you don't like t- you, you, t- Tate is a maybe, huh? It's a maybe. I think in a PPR, you got to go with Tate. I, I think he's a maybe just based on the matchup. Okay. I mean, that, that Giants defense is really good. They are. They're secondary. Oh, their defensive line is pretty good. I know. It's it's a really good defense. Good thing the Cowboys beat them. Yep. All right. That is your week two preview. John Bryant, I'm so excited for football. I felt so good. It was a roller coaster of emotions this weekend for me personally. But I know. I loved every second of it. After that Thursday night game, I was just like, oh, my God, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it was a good week of football. It was a little disappointing scoreboard wise, but uh, I we, don't think so. We both got our wins. Yeah, so we're good. Hey, I'm number one in the league, baby. You are Woo! Number one in the league, and I'm gonna enjoy it while I can. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kill crew. That's the kill cast for week two. Tune in next week, and we are gonna shit talk uh, Aaron Rodgers. Definitely, no matter what happens, and you're gonna talk about s- the downfall of Tom Brady. Possibly. Exactly. We're gonna give you some hot takes on Tom Brady. Yeah, the hottest. Keep us sleazy, kill crew. On my worst behavior. No. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. And Lynn, the Jazzman Thunder. No business bond, insecure junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks.